Welcome to Solicited Advice to Live Your Best Life. I'm your host, Kate Hess. You're in the right place if you're tired of feeling stressed, anxious, and overwhelmed, or if your critical inner voice is the loudest voice in your head. Join me each week for actionable, healthful, and healing habits based in mental and emotional hygiene practices to help you turn your self-criticism into self-love. And along the way, bring more freedom, serenity, resilience, and joy into your life. I'm a mental and emotional hygiene coach, and I'm thrilled to join you each week to answer your questions and help you live your best life. Hi there. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today's question is a really interesting one and a great reminder that in the self-development world, there are often terms used where we have a vague idea of what they mean, but we don't always know why they're important or how to apply them to our lives. Today's questioner asks, I've been hearing a lot about the importance of grounding lately, but I'm not sure exactly what it is, how to do it, or even why I should do it. I want to start this discussion by noting that many of my self-care and self-work practices are embodied. I'm comfortable being in my body and it feels like a safe place for me to be. But it's important to recognize this isn't the case for everyone. If you feel uncomfortable or unsafe being fully present in your body and with your body, please be extra gentle with yourself as you explore grounding techniques. If you have a history of trauma which contributes to a feeling of discomfort in your body, please seek the support of a therapist or trauma specialist to help you begin to process your trauma and explore embodied tools and techniques. Research has found embodiment practices are powerful in helping heal trauma, but they're best done, at least in the beginning, with the support of someone who can hold a safe space for you. If you're listening to this episode while driving, doing the dishes, folding laundry, or working out, don't worry about taking notes. I've done it for you. You can download the worksheet for this episode at nourishnestbreathe.com forward slash P14. That's P as in podcast and the number 14. And if you want to make sure you never miss a worksheet, sign up using the link in the show notes to get any handouts delivered right to your inbox each Tuesday morning. Okay, let's start with the basics and discuss what exactly grounding is. Put simply, grounding is the process of becoming fully present in your body and in the moment. It's bringing your full awareness to what's happening in and around you in real time, and it's pulling your attention back into the present and out of the future or the past. Grounding can be done anywhere at any time. You can do it while standing in line at the grocery store, sitting at your desk, or laying in bed before you fall asleep. Grounding can also be done outside, but it doesn't have to be, which leads us to one of the biggest confusions around this term. Although the terms are frequently used interchangeably, grounding is not earthing. Earthing is the practice of actually bringing your physical body into contact with the earth walking barefoot in the grass, hugging a tree, or sitting on a rock. This practice is based on the energetic exchange of electrons between the planet and your body. There's a lot of research around earthing, which indicates it helps reduce inflammation, improve sleep, and may offer a host of other physical, mental, and emotional benefits. 
The key to earthing is to make sure you spend time in contact with the earth or with something that's embedded in the earth. Think large rocks and tree roots. And to have nothing synthetic between you and that contact. So walking barefoot through the grass is earthing, but walking outdoors on a paved path in sneakers made of man-made materials isn't. Leaning up against a tree outside in a cotton t-shirt is earthing, but tending to your indoor plants with bare hands isn't. Nature has incredible restorative powers, and if this sounds interesting to you, please give it a try and notice how you feel both before and after spending some time in contact with the earth. But today's questioner didn't ask about earthing. They were looking for information on grounding, so let's get back to it. We've talked about what grounding is and what it isn't, so let's dive into why it's important. Grounding is a powerful mindfulness process. There is a quote which I've always heard attributed to Lao Tzu, but which recent research has led me to believe might be miscredited. Regardless of the source, the quote sums up the why behind grounding quite well. If you are depressed, you are living in the past. If you are anxious, you are living in the future. If you are at peace, you are living in the present. And here's a more detailed quote, this one from Eckhart Tolle. Unease, anxiety, tension, stress, worry, all forms of fear are caused by too much future and not enough presence. Guilt, regret, resentment, grievances, sadness, bitterness, and all forms of non-forgiveness are caused by too much past and not enough presence. Let's break both of these quotes down piece by piece. Often, when our thoughts turn to the past, we find ourselves ruminating over the coulda, shoulda, woulda. We replay conversations and loop through things we wish we had said or done differently. And, just as often, when our thoughts turn to the future, we're worried about what might happen. The future is filled with a host of fears we hope will never come true, but we still think about regularly. Now would be a great time to download this week's worksheet. You can get your copy at nourishnestbreathe.com forward slash P14. That's P as in podcast and the number 14. Take a moment and either jot down the last few thoughts you had about the past and the last few thoughts you had about the future. Or, if you can't remember them, make a conscious note of the next few thoughts you have about both the past and the future. Now let's think about the present moment. Look around you. Are you in imminent danger? Is there anything that is threatening to harm your mental, physical, or emotional well-being happening right now, where you are, in this moment? If the answer is yes, please respond to that threat and take care of yourself. But I'm guessing because you're listening to this podcast, the answer is no, that you aren't in any clear and present danger. And here's why grounding is so powerful. Most of the time, the biggest threats to our mental, emotional, and physical well-being are our own thoughts. When we get worried about the past or the future, it sets off a stress response. Remember the amygdala, the fear center in your brain? This stress response triggers it to jump into action in an attempt to protect you. 
We dove into details on the amygdala and the stress response in episode 8 if you need a refresh. But if what you're worrying about is a conversation you had yesterday with your boss or partner, the fight, flight, or freeze response this worry triggers doesn't have anything to offer. In fact, it causes much more harm than good. You can't physically run away from or fight off the conversation. It's already happened. Freezing will only keep you locked in the past. And as we covered in episode 8, stress actually takes the logic and reasoning center of your brain offline, so you won't even be in the best position to decide what your next step is. Plus, when we're chronically stressed, We place our physical health at risk as we set ourselves up for adrenal fatigue, burnout, and worse. So let's circle back to grounding, which pulls you back into the present moment, away from the worried, fearful, or stressful thoughts of the past or the future, which in turn allows your amygdala to step back and breaks you out of the stress response, reversing all of those negative physiological effects. Grounding also allows you to find comfort and ease in your body. I'm prone to migraines and headaches in general. It's one of the first indicators my body sends me that I need to pay attention to something. And even once I hear and follow the message it's sending, I usually don't get immediate relief. But one of the great things about grounding is you don't need to ground into your body as a whole. You can pick and choose the part of your body you ground into. So if you're like me and you're dealing with a headache, try grounding into your feet. There's a guided practice coming up for this. Maybe you have joint pain in your ankle, back, or knee from an old injury. Try grounding into your ears or the tip of your nose. When we're in pain, it's easy to want to mentally check out. And I totally understand if you do. There have been plenty of times I've done the same thing. But here's the problem with checking out. When we experience pain, it's our body's way of letting us know something needs our attention. If we check out, we're unable to hear those messages, understand what our body needs, and respond accordingly. One of my favorite quotes is, if you listen to your body whisper, you won't have to hear it scream. By staying present in the moment by grounding into a part of our body that feels safe, we're able to stay alert and aware listening for the message. If this is resonating with you, check out my Intuition 101 course to learn how to tune into and understand those messages. Podcast listeners can save 25% using code PODCAST. I'll add a link in the show notes to learn more and register. Additionally, when we check out, it means we're not particularly present for anything or anyone else in our lives. This impacts not only our productivity, but our relationships with the important people in our lives. Grounding helps you stay in the moment so you can truly be present for the people you care about. Okay, so we've covered what grounding is, what it isn't, and why it matters. Let's get into how you can practice grounding. In episode 11, we talked about the mindful moment. Surprise! It's a powerful grounding technique. When you use a mindful moment, you bring your focus to all five senses, fully bringing your awareness to the sensations registered by your body in the present moment. To quickly review the technique, grab something to eat or drink. Using all five senses, explore that item in detail. 
make it as specific as possible, noting what it smells like, what it sounds like, what it feels like, what it looks like, and what it tastes like. But the mindful moment isn't the only grounding technique. Let's talk about two other grounding options. The first is the non-woo option, and it's similar to the mindful moment. The second is a longer visualization which brings you mindfully back into your body while also visualizing your connection to the earth. You can download each of these guided audios as a standalone practice, so you can jump right into them whenever you need. They come along with the worksheet for this episode, which you can get at nourishnestbreathe.com forward slash P14. That's P as in podcast and the number 14. I'll add that link in the show notes. If you're listening to this podcast while driving, now might be a good time to pause and resume again when you can safely turn your focus away from the road. First, let's start with the non-woo grounding technique. You can practice this technique anytime and anywhere. You can keep your eyes open or close them. You can be sitting, standing, laying down, or even walking. The next time you find yourself struggling to be present in the moment, bring your attention to your feet. Fully notice the experience of your feet. Are you wearing socks and shoes? Are you barefoot? What is the texture on your feet? Are they hot or cold? Are your shoes tight? Are your feet tired and achy? Or relaxed and at ease? What does the ground feel like under your feet? Is it firm? Does it have any give? And once you feel yourself coming back into the present moment, focused on the here and now, release the focus on your feet and return to your day. Next up is a guided visualization for grounding, which I encourage you to try even if you aren't usually a woo-woo type person. Just get curious and see how it feels to practice this different technique. This grounding visualization can be practiced while standing, seated, or laying down. Experiment to find what's comfortable for you. Begin by taking a long, slow inhalation and a full, complete exhalation. Gently close your eyes or take a soft downward gaze. Visualize a root or cord beginning at your root chakra, Muladhara, located at the base of the spine. See that cord or root tunneling down into the ground beneath you, through the earth, moving through dirt and rocks pockets of water, down deeper and deeper 
into Mother Earth's belly. Perhaps your grounding cord is a thick golden rope, or maybe it's a strong red tree root reaching down into the earth. Visualize your grounding cord in a way that feels right to you. Once your grounding cord reaches the core of Mother Earth, look for a shining crystal in the very center. See your grounding cord wrapping around the crystal the way a tree root can wrap its way around a stone. If you struggle to have your grounding cord reach down into Mother Earth, ask for her assistance and she will reach up to take the end of your grounding cord and pull it down into the center of the earth, wrapping it around the crystal at her core for you. Feel the connection from your root chakra located at the base of your spine all the way down to the crystal vibrating with Mother Earth's warming, life-giving energy. On the inhale, feel the energy from the core of the earth coming up your root into your body. Feel that energy rise up and along your spine, all the way up to the crown of your head. Feel it seeping into your cells and releasing anything stuck or stagnant. Feel any tight or tense parts of your body release and relax. Feel the breath moving in and out of your body. Feeling your belly and chest expand on each inhale and contract on each exhale. On the next exhalation, feel all the energy you've released moving down your spine, down to the base of your spine. Allow anything that no longer serves you to travel down your grounding cord, through the earth, and into Mother Earth's fiery belly, where she takes it and transmutes that energy into food for flowers and trees. Take a long, slow inhalation and a full, complete exhalation before allowing your eyes to gently float open, coming back to the present moment and resuming your day. To reground throughout the day, take a moment to check on your grounding cord and ensure it's still anchored, wrapped around the crystal at the center of the earth and not flapping around behind you. You've now added three different grounding techniques to your toolkit to help you move back into the present moment, back into your body, and into a state of calm and ease. Get curious. Which one resonated most with you today? Keep in mind, you might find all three useful at different times and in different situations. We covered a lot today. Grab this week's worksheet. It's got an exercise to help you understand the importance of grounding, as well as the three grounding techniques we covered today. 
And you'll also get individual recordings of both grounding visualizations, so you can download them to your phone and have them ready whenever you need them. You can get the worksheet and the recordings at nourishnestbreathe.com forward slash P14. That's P as in podcast and the number 14. And I'll add a link to that in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining me today for this episode. Please hit subscribe wherever you receive podcasts. If you've got a question that you'd love to hear addressed on a future episode, please submit it using the form on my website at nourishnestbreathe.com forward slash podcast. I'll include that link in the show notes. And remember, living your best life isn't about changing your life. It's about changing the way you show up for your life. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Solicited Advice to Live Your Best Life. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave a rating and review wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. Your rating and review makes it possible for other people just like you to discover this podcast. And don't forget to check out all of my free resources at nourishnestbreathe.com forward slash resources. I'm sending you a great big hug. You've got this.